Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fun with Dumb. I'm here with the usual suspects themselves, Steffi Bake and Rick Lee. How you guys doing? What's up, good. boy? Good. Good. Suited up. Suited up. This is how I dress regularly. What do you mean? <laughs> the blazer, huh? I know there's a little bit of suspicion because there is a mini doc crew <laughs> following me today, um, following the day in the life of Dumbfounded. Yeah. Wow. And I spiced it up a little bit. Yeah. I might not wear blazers every day. Be honest, you play it up a little bit? Did I play it? What do you mean? <laughs> this is what it... No, I went to the gym. I yeah. do every morning. Uh-huh. I, I start my day off at the gym. That's not false. For sure. Uh, you know that. I, I do know that. Every morning. <laughs> I, do, I know, but how did you wake up? I may up? have jumped a little higher. <laughs> I may have lifted a little heavier. A I few may, more notches on the treadmill. <laughs> I, may, I may have breathed a little heavier as well. Um... We did that, um, and then we came back here. I had lunch with my mom. That's something I don't do often. Um, so thank you for giving me an opportunity to uh, have lunch with my mom. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I shouldn't have a dock crew. <laughs> <laughs> what is the what lunch did you get? I I had Korean food. We had kalbi chim, short wow. braised short rib. Right. Before twelve p.m. <laughs> no, that's crazy. <laughs> That's madness. <laughs> yeah. We just casually have this royal lunch every day. What did uh, you guys talk about? Anything good? Oh, it got deep. Oh, yeah? Me and my mom, we, we started getting deep. I started letting out some resentments. I think my mom kind of felt bad, so we're going to have to edit some of that out, I think. <laughs> I felt like a did few tears were shed. Did feel- oh, did really? No, no. My dad, ma- I, I don't know. I, you see, my thing is I'm very transparent about things that happened in my childhood, but I don't want to embarrass right. my parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm willing to go there. And I felt like I went there while my mom's right next to me. And she's 
she knows she's in front of the camera and i think with asian culture there's a lot of like show face you yeah wanna, you want to sure. show your best light for everybody not just asians i guess I mean, that's how we feel on the pod when we're live and then you're in those moods and you know what i mean we're like mm, mm. yeah i i mean i don't know like i just it's very like i said pods are always therapeutic for me i'm willing to go there you know um and sometimes i i look back on that i'm like should i have gone there like should that have been something that should have been kept private yeah you know nah, but stuff like that's gems like you need moments like that in a documentary but what, uh, yeah but what is it a gem for is it the gem for content for the sake of creating a good content piece uh or a bit you it know it might be a catalyst to like a deeper conversation later you know what i mean like you needed something to jump start that that conversation I think it allows you when you're in front of the camera or given a mic, I think it allows you to be able to express yourself more honestly. Yeah, but do you also feel gross sometimes you that you put a little too on much. a little performance for the cameras? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel gross about that sometimes. Depends on if that's your intention. Was it your intention to give him good content? Sometimes I don't know. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting get lost. lost. I'm getting reality. lost in reality. The I'm lines like, are getting blurred. The right lines now. getting blurred like a Joker. You know. You uh, didn't, you didn't I like. like the, yeah. I like that it's not a reality TV show you're shooting for. This like just like a one <laughs> mini talk. Potentially that's gonna be great. It's really. A, <laughs> it's going crazy. Right. I'm getting lost because I have a mini doc getting the behind the scenes life of dumbfounded while I'm showing the behind the scenes of the mini doc. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting lost. In this meta right shit right now. This is as meta. It's as it really gets. confusing right now. You didn't like. You didn't like feed your. Oh my god, mogul. You didn't go too rap. Much. Well, I do feel shitty sometimes because I do include my mom in certain pieces that I do. You know, I get yeah. asked to do these mini docs or branding deals and stuff, and they love it obviously when I include my mom. Mm -hmm. But I'm like. I don't know, asking my mom to be a part of that. Yeah. When I should probably be spending more time with my mom to begin with. Yeah. You know, it's just like, I feel gross about that. Mm. Nah, but you know, let's, let's keep it real. You, you are a good son. You do spend some time with your mom. You know, I see you, I see you uh, dropping off food. We, we, we went out to eat and I, we went to uh, Boba time to get some drinks. And he's always thinking of his mom. Mom, do you like cheesecake or carrot cake? You know what I mean? Shit like that. It's your job. He's bro. always considering her. Like, Very, yeah. Even like, you're always considering her. You know, you're the next place you're going to get, I know that it's for her. Like, you already moved her here. You already help with the finances. You've been doing that yeah, for a while. Yeah, but that's not personal you, time. You know, there's like a, no, like a cheesecake drop off. It's like <laughs> prison guards do that to inmates. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's your lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know, like there's there's a difference. There's quality time that could be spent. Absolutely. And and that has nothing to do with um the act of service or gift yeah, or anything. You know, right. time being present. Yeah. And sometimes I do feel a little bit guilty about that. I think you're getting there. You I think you I remember like a few years ago your intention was to spend more time with her. Mm -hmm. I would say you spend like at least you see her at least three times a week, don't you? Like that is quality time. I mean, if you feel like it's not enough, just spend do the thing that you want to do more with her, which is it sounds like you want to have like conversations with her. I did move my mother into my apartment building <laughs> for the sake of spending more quality time. Yeah. But she was also living only six blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much I needed to force the situation here. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's been helpful overall. We are spending more time. You know? He seems happy. 
I, I tell you this, man. You're spending more time than a lot of moms spend time with their sons. You know what I mean? I haven't seen my mom in a while. Absolutely. Yeah, because you I live agree. on different coasts, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. How often do would you say see your mom? Uh, it's been a long time. It's been almost a year. You know. How about talk to her? How often yeah, I talk to her occasionally. Like you know, one, how many times a month? Or uh, my dad calls more often than my mom. But, you know, when every time I call my dad, we do the FaceTime. Like now, 2023, there's no excuse. You have technology where you could actually see them, you know. You, you What's can't. What do you think is the average amount of time someone speaks to their mother in a week, uh, in, in a month? In a month? Shit. Well, how often should you be checking in with your family members, you think? I think a weekly call is cool. Once you know a week? I mean? well, once a week is, I think, once ample. Yeah, I think that's I think that's. How about enough. you, Steph? How, how often do you talk to your mom? Um, well, we text each other. We're in a group chat, me, my sister, my mom. So we talk every day. Mm -hmm. But uh, I used to, out of guilt, see her three times a week, like actually drive like an hour away to see her. But out that's of guilt? Of, out of guilt. <laughs> 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 I love her, but it was also out of guilt. So and then now um, since the pandemic, I think everyone's had a <laughs> excuse to like take some time off from yeah. your parents if you don't normally do that already and uh now i see her i don't see her that often i see her once every like two weeks because she doesn't want to come to me so i always have to go to her you got to accommodate old people that's the thing she's not old <laughs> dude being in your 60s is not old i'm just saying older than us older than us you know i, I can't do, do it really is 60s nah 60s to do 60s? 60s you know 60s I can't do a group chat with my parents. It's, it just doesn't work out. Why? Because everything I talk about, she just sends a Bible verse. She sends a Bible verse over. Like, why are you fat? <laughs> she will screenshot me and then screenshot like another person, like a like a Korean celebrity. Be yeah. like, look at him. What's wrong? You know. So it's, it's not good for really? myself. Really, she's like She's like, I'm speaking from God. So, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, last time I was on this podcast, I got a I got a call. My dad. So I, you know. I yeah. texted him. I was like, yo, I'm on the pod. He's like, it's emergency. Call me back, uh, right? Uh. And I called him right after the pod. Said, what the fuck is going on? Why are you so fat? <laughs> oh, my God. Damn, an emergency, an fat, emergency call? fat call, bro. Damn. EFC, bro. I, I would say every call that I've never had a call with my father that lasted longer than 30 seconds mm. in my life. How does it go? Let's try to reenact yeah, it right yeah. now. Songmana. Oh, hi, Papa. Oh, boy. Uh, can you be so your papa? You tell me. Oh, papa, my mother. Oh, can you have a chunk of mocha? They're trying to get okay. That literally was just asking how you know, been busy these days. Yeah, yeah it's been working. Yeah, let's grab dinner tomorrow or something. Uh, and then, okay, okay, bye. Have you ever had like a substantial, co like a deep conversation with your pops? No, never. Mm -mm. Wow, man, that's uh, yeah. I, I I pray that one day you do because it's a beautiful thing. My dad, you know, as he gets older now, he's he he's he uh, hits me up and he shares ideas like you should write a song about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, should, yeah, really? Yeah. What was you know? the last thing? Uh, because you know he he talks about faith a lot, but he realizes that I do have some kind of impact. People, kids at his church, they go to his, their parents and say, "Oh, I listen to Rick's songs," so he's trying to. Aww like indirectly <laughs> teach these kids through me through my music so he gives me little pointers and i'm like oh that's a cool idea that's Dad. beautiful yeah. That yeah. He, he respects what you do 100%. like he wants he wants you to speak yeah <laughs> like, I, I remember like a pep cute. talk my dad had when i was younger mm-hmm He's like, oh, yeah, you play around with women? Okay, okay. <laughs> Pregnant? No. 
<laughs> and that was the extent of my sex talk right there. Play around, play around, okay. Play around, okay. Baby, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. And that was the birds and the bees talk. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty much my sex education growing up. I'm not going to lie, dumb. The blazer's kind of hidden, bro. This right here? Yeah, you look like a charismatic pastor right you now, bro. You respect him a little more? Hip-hop ministries over here, dude. <laughs> no, it looks good. I, don't, I do not look like a youth pastor, You bro. look like a youth what? pastor, youth dude? pastor look like this, bro? Stop. Come on, dude. Stop, bro. It looks nice. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. I, I wish... I, I feel like my mom, the deep talks are about her feeling kind of guilty. There's right. a lot of guilt. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Dude... Guilt is a big emotion in our community. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's it's, a lot of it's guilt. It's the driving force. Man. I, 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 don't, I can't even imagine a, um, a criminal on Asian criminal on trial, right? Like <laughs> acting innocent. I just feel, I just see guilty. <laughs> I just read guilty. I, have you ever seen an yeah, Asian yeah. criminal try to play it off in nah, court? Nah, nah, they're guilty, you bro. You see it in the corneas, bro. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're begging for forgiveness already. <laughs> you uh, know, when people, when, you know, my parents get guilt, like they, they share their guilt. When I was younger, it may have satisfied me. Like, yeah, I'm glad you feel it, feel it. But now, like, I feel guilty that they feel guilty. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a like I, an awkward feeling. It's a, it's a guilt off. It's a, it's <laughs> a, we, have, we have a guilt off. Yeah. No, I feel guilty. No, no, I feel guilty. There, you feel guilty. No, you feel guilty. It's like ah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I hurt you. No, I hurt you. <laughs> you know? But you know what I don't like about it? Because we just saw, me and Steffi just saw a movie. Mm. Okay, and um, this movie is called Return to Soul. Oh, wow. And it's getting praised. It's a big indie film that's getting praised. I loved it. Mm. And this is why I loved it, because the movie was about a Korean, a French-born Korean girl who was adopted, and she goes back to Korea to find her biological parents, right? Mm. And we've kind of heard the similar story, but what was really dope about this film, she finds her biological Korean parents and they're all crying and you know, showing this guilt and all that. And at, from that, for, for a quick glance, you think it's just a film where it's sad. Yeah. They finally found the, you know, their daughter and they probably feel guilty. But how I saw it through her eyes was that they were doing all this over the top crying and stuff to just make themselves feel less guilty. Damn. As opposed to actually feeling those emotions of yeah. guilt. Yeah. It almost felt like a performance. Right. And 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 you see it, and it's not like necessarily they are putting on a performance, but you can see it in the eyes of this girl and how she would see these parents yeah. doing all these things as a form of performance. And right after all that happens, they have dinner and everything settles. They're just like putting her back in the cab. And yeah. it's just like she goes away and you're just, you're just kind of like oh. was that theatrics and then it becomes routine and then you see throughout the years like she does this with her biological parents every dinner every once a year and it just relieves them of the guilt real quick and they move on you know what i mean that like that is so true it man. felt so fucking real in that way yeah. and i love the film that way because i saw it in the foreigner's eyes even though it's so korean you yeah. would think I'm, I'm immersed in the koreanness of it but i looked at it through the adoptee's eyes it was so crazy that's crazy because well, she i think like she was like coming from more of her you know french side mm. like where they don't talk like that they use their words probably more while in korea i think they need to show like it's literally part of our culture to 
show people that mm. they love or that they hate or that they it's all through action and so i think for her for us to experience her because she's you know french kind of like how we're american mm -hmm. it was like really nice to see that but also to be like from there from the koreans perspective they weren't trying to be theatrical that's culturally what they do to let that's people know it was a, just a different for me that's how i picked but it i up. think culturally it could be theatrical yeah you know what I'm saying? There's right. there's there's traditions and and way we express ourselves that I think is very dramatic. Yeah, that's a Korean dramas hit. Oh, bro, you, you know we're dramatic. Physically, we're dramatic. The the stuff we say, we're we're petting, we're crying. There's a lot of hundred percent. There's a lot of that. Waterworks, right? all that. You ever go to a morning prayer at church, bro? It is crazy. They're praying. You know, usually people pray quietly. And they're fucking cry, and they're, and they're looking at the next person next to them. And if they're crying, they, they cry louder. That's you know true. I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, I guess my thing is, I feel like you're saying that it's when you say theatrical that it's an act. I think there's. I, I but don't. I, think, I believe that there's a little bit of that. Oh, you mm. think that they are purposely letting other people physically know instead of it being how they yeah. act. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I, t I learned in my uh, psychology, uh, I mean, Asian American psychology class at Irvine. Um, she, <laughs> they told us how like Asians in Asia, like we physically show Asians just physically have to show that they're their pain. Mm -hmm. They don't say like, oh, I like I'm in pain because of, you know, like you cause stress. It's literally like my back is aching because, right. you know, you're acting this way. Oh, I see what you're so saying. So like it becomes a physical ailment mm. because they don't know how to use. I don't know if they don't know how to use. It's we aren't ingrained to speak like, about that, our. That, that's a good point. Because like, for instance, when when someone's like in Korean, right? Like when they're experiencing a lot of stress, they're like, oh, oh, mariapa, mariapa, mariapa. Oh, chuketa, chuketa. Yeah, oh, which means my head hurts. Yeah. But it's not necessarily just a headache. It's, right. like, it's like the whole situation <laughs> is a headache. Yeah. yeah it's the like, whole, you know. They yeah. all, they're always like, oh, soande. Like, you know, like us arguing or harap ola. They always say, my I have hyper pressure, <laughs> yeah. which is like I would never hear that in America where it's like you're stressing out so much. Oh, my I have high pressure. Damn, now. that's fucking, you know, but in Koreans, it's always because my grandma had high pressure, but she would always and she'd be like, oh, I need one of those like medical balls. Yeah, have you yeah, had those? Of course. Uh, Sang -chima? Yeah, Sang -chima? Yeah, yeah. The, she'd be like, the, bring the me the medicine. Yeah, but it was because she would be arguing with my mom. And that was it. It was they were arguing, but they couldn't articulate each other's feelings because my mom also immigrated yeah. when she was young so it's like yeah. i think it's mostly there's this like conversation and emotional thing that it's interesting because you saw it as a theatrical thing which also like if you're talking to your mom and she is crying you might think oh my god she's acting which which also already makes it difficult for you to have a conversation because you're like she's not being real no no no. i'm not saying i'm not saying i'm not saying that about necessarily my mom but yeah. i guess i no I, no I, i'm it not saying it's your mom that i'm way. just generally speaking. but that is that is true we are we are a dramatic bunch you know yeah. whether whether the intent is to <laughs> to, be, to be honest or dishonest it's just li little things like the seniority thing right yeah like in america you could show people respect without two hands pouring or calling each other young. like yeah. we, we go an, a step forward you know what i'm saying yes so i i do definitely get that but I feel like when it comes to guilt, if you're truly guilty, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're usually just silent with your head down. You know what I mean? And you feel sorry. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, yes. you're, you're, you're more just like you can't make eye contact. But yes. the more that someone is like, like if someone fucks up with me, 
And they're like, my bad, Rick. Yo, my bad. No, for real. My yeah, bad. Yo, we good? Yeah. Yo, my bad, dude. Like, yeah. soak, just soak in your guilt for <laughs> yeah. a bit. Yeah. You know Let what I mean? Let it marinate within yourself before don't, you. Don't start splashing don't around. Don't splash just your guilt on me, Drown bro. in your guilt, fam. <laughs> drown. Let All me right? pull you out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm asking for a buoy. You just got in the water. Drown for a bit. <laughs> you want a life preserver already? Yeah, <laughs> like, what the fuck? You just dived in there. Yeah, exactly. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It, it, it's a little bit intense. Yeah, um, yeah I, 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 and to be fair, I am a little cold. I am on the colder side. Yeah, yeah. We, we know that. <laughs> on, the, <laughs> on the pH level of things, yeah. yeah. I, I'm a little cold. Oh. Acid, yeah, for sure. I, I'm a little cold. No, but you're not. I, I think you think you're cold in it's certain weird. ways, but you're also extremely warm in other ways. Like, you're very giving mm. to all your friends. You're so supportive. Like, you know, whenever anybody, I think any of our homies, like, w- want to try something, like, you're always there, like, oh, what kind of equipment can I get you? Like, I remember one of our friends, um, he's a musician, he de- wanted to DJ. And you never told me this, but like I was having coffee. He's like, oh, I love, I love Dumb. He's such a young. He actually bought me my first like DJ set. Yeah. And I was like, that is so sweet, especially because you don't go around like telling people about this thing. But Oh, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> tell him about that thing I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell him about it. Come on. I hate getting clothes from him because when I wear it out, Actually, He's like shirt, pants, hat, socks, mine. <laughs> yeah, it's never, it's never like I gave that to you. Yeah. It's still his. <laughs> it's still his. After he gave it back, right? Now, I'm like, yeah, my shirt looks good on you. <laughs> mm. Maybe that's I'm only. Like, I'm on a date, bro. <laughs> Maybe that's when he's feeling really like insecure at some point in his yeah. like at, at, I, at I, point in his life. He needs to like. I do think it's things, it's a but, way for me to avoid any confrontation of of actually dealing with the problem my dad used to do that with mm. me oh no a, a lot of parents do this yeah, with like parents. buying people like materialistic buying love. material things especially i think like i would say men it's not just asian men i think men tend to buy their through guilt to right, their kids right, or right. whatever or pay for things or whatever to be like oh i don't have to deal with like or they don't know how to emotionally talk about certain yeah. things or you know, I, but it's fine. It's just like you're aware of it. I hate that when I was a kid, I was so easily buyable. You know, <laughs> yeah. like it didn't have to be an expensive gift. It's 100%. like Taco Bell. I'm like, Dad, <laughs> I love you. Hell yeah, dude. And he whooped my ass. He'd be like, KFC drumstick. <laughs> dad, everything is forgiven. For sure. Yeah. My dad, uh, because I got beat too hard one time, he got me golf clubs as like a guilt present. Yeah. And I got beat with those, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's the gift that just keeps on, on giving. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it's, yeah. it's fucked up. Mm. And I feel like that cycle has is continued through me, to be honest. Mm. I do tend to buy my way out of things. I apologize a lot when I've also done some, you know, right? We Like we fought sometimes as friends and like I've like, I'm yeah. like here, you know? <laughs> like, did you eat? <laughs> yeah, did you eat? <laughs> that's your famous. That's my thing. Did, yeah, you, yeah. Eat? did you eat? I, I stopped that. taking the meals because he started like using. You did it not stop me. taking. No, actually, <laughs> you I stopped, stopped taking the meals. <laughs> I stopped coming out here because you know what he would say after he's like, "You'd do anything for food." Wow. Like, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, you think that makes me want to like? No, I didn't say you do eating? anything for food, but. No, that you is what you were, said. That's I, actually what you there's said. There's a lot of free stuff that you would take. Yeah, yeah, but how is that supposed to make me feel? 
Like um, that my value should be in <laughs> in you buying me food? Shit's getting spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Things have heated up right now. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you. I shouldn't do that. I, I mean, I've done that with Alex. I've apologized to Alex a lot. I've snapped at Alex yeah. a lot. Yeah. Probably more than anybody in here. Alex, right? I, what, what do you think? How, how do you feel about my ways? Because I've treated Alex almost like a son, damn near, you know? I mean, there's, you know, a professionalism that you come to expect when I'm like 100% or I'm usually on point. And those few times when I do mess up, like kind of stands out and I do <laughs> take responsibility. Few times. Okay. <laughs> this sounds like a man who's in fear answering. <laughs> Why are you answering like that? It was completely my fault, of course, uh, man. You had every right to. It is not justified at all, but... Alex has a snappable character. Like, there's characteristics about him where right, you want right. to snap sometimes, man. A Alex is the uh, the smart. I've never experienced that. Yeah. Never with Alex. Well, Alex is the smart. So I'm curious about that. He's what a, is it? He's what a is smart it? kid who's too smart for his uh, parents. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it is. Like he. Okay, so he's like if he we're like the immigrant parents. Yeah. And he's been in America longer than us. He's like, no, mom, that's not what that says, you know? Um, Clearly in the fine print. Yeah. And you're yeah. just like, as soon as he says fine print, you oh want to smack God, him. You know? It's dude. like, come on, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that's what it is. It's it's fine. It's fine. I get it. You know, there's, you know. We're we have, we have uh, nasty tendencies that we learned from our dad that it's our responsibility to break that cycle. Do you know what I mean? We, we have to break these cycles. So definitely my dad too, a lot of guilt purchases, a lot of out, you know, just outrages. But yeah, I think you're doing a good job, man. I think you're a lot warmer than you give yourself credit for. Right, Steph? Um, yeah, it, co <laughs> it comes and goes. I could tell that he's done a lot of work in the last couple of years, I would say. 100%. Yeah. And um, I think I could tell when people around him don't have to feel like they're walking on eggshells. Mm. Do you ever know? Do you ever... <laughs> Do you Talk feel, do you kind of know what I mean? There's some, like sometimes, you know, I notice, you know, I think people feel like they have to upkeep a certain image or persona because, or you will judge them. Am I them. mean? I'm not mean, right? Uh, you could be. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, you can absolutely be mean, but you're also extremely nice. But that's the eggshell part. You don't know what you're going to get. But I also think that <laughs> <laughs> it's like Squid Game. You're just yeah. jumping on those plexiglass. Uh, yeah, 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 but I don't know if you necessarily mean you don't mean to do that. You don't just aren't aware of it. You know, my dad said this to me. He said uh, he lost his father at a young age, so he didn't really have a dad growing up, you know, and because he didn't experience love, it was hard for him to show love, you know, and with with dumb how he was talking about he didn't really have like deep conversations with his dad like he didn't he don't he doesn't really remember a lot of happy memories from his family his way of showing a love is a lot different it's like tough love do you know what I mean? like when you talk about eggshells now it's embedded in my if i get one missed call from dumb like my stomach hurts because yeah. i'm worried that yeah. three episodes of the podcast he's gonna fucking <laughs> yeah. talk about it but yeah. it bettered me do you know what i mean in a weird way like <laughs> <laughs> no seriously i leveled up because of his boot camp training like I, that. I know alex is terrified when i call this oh point. my gosh yo. yeah. i try to pick up within two rings with this motherfucker yeah, yeah. I think alex not. too alex has never gotten to the third ring <laughs> yo it's yeah yeah he's, it's, it's, it's alex will wake like alex will answer i, th I think he does a quick uh, like three jumping jacks before he answers <laughs> like i can tell he yeah, woke yeah, himself yeah, yeah. Uh, like 
Hit him! He's like, get up! Get the fuck up! Yo, I used to do that with my dad all the time. I used to do that shit with my but dad. But he knew. My, my, my dad knew too. My he, dad, he, I think it's the guttural, it's the frog. I don't know. Oh, I'm, uh, <clears throat> up, uh, oh, no, I've been up. There's no way I can answer a call mm -hmm. like just waking up with my dad. There's no way. He would <laughs> fucking go off on me, bro. Yo, I have a but funny. But you have to numb yourself to tell yourself that's love at some point, right? But you realize it's not. It it could be love, but it's not. That's like really fucking abusive. I was just talking about this in in, in uh, the mini doc interview that we were just doing, like literally like an hour or two yeah. ago, where I was talking about how I'm able to laugh at some of the dark moments in my life because mm. I don't think I'm special. Mm. You know, like what you're saying is like realizing these things, and and I think everyone and the current generation kind of explores it as this thing like it's okay and this me i look at it more like i'm not it's not i'm not special like everyone goes through this you know that that's how everyone feels before therapy right <laughs> <laughs> i used to say that i used to I, be I, like yo no, no I, I, I i i'm not special yeah, but i'm okay I with it why do we need else? to fix that though but why do we need to fix that <laughs> I, I don't so we you, love ourselves you laughing like that was was a defense mechanism bro <laughs> that was like a shield that was like a kevlar against these things man but definitely this episode has brought my better health <laughs> <laughs> no I just feel like I feel like it's okay. I I, I deal with these dark moments through comedy, and it mm -hmm. helps. I'm but not I saying it doesn't help. I'm do saying you think it actually you're helps. Dealing with it though, I think we're making content about it. I don't know if we're Ooh. really. I don't know if we're really like dissecting. No, it's not. Comedy is not just content for me. Comedy <sighs> is a form of expression. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it is a way for me to vent and get things off my chest. Yeah. No. No. Again, yeah. I'm not saying just comedy, even in rap or whatever it is. Like without actually solving the problem. Us venting about it doesn't necessarily mean solving it either. Oh, beautiful! You know what I'm saying? Holy shit! Like it, it just doesn't. Then what? What? What's? Can what's you rap therapy? about what, that? What, isn't therapy venting? Isn't it like someone listening to you and sharing your thoughts? It is, but it's also thoughts heard by someone who went to school to tell someone who's highly educated, more educated yeah, than we are. Yeah, but they're mainly more listening on, than actually giving you any advice, right? No, they can also give you advice, and these are people who know have researched this type of what happens to people when they are sick or not sick when they're younger and what these things can do. But it's not just the listening, it's also like this active knowing that you're, someone is actively listening. Like they're listening because they care and they, well, I don't know if they actually care, but they're getting paid for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and knowing that they can guide you. It's a guide, you know, like a, Literally, I know this is the exact same thing that people talk about. Oh, here it is. It says, um, Alex just pulled this up. It says, talk therapy versus talking to a friend. All right, let's see. It. With a therapist, there's confidentiality, undivided mm. attention, qualified to address mental health concerns, objective perspective. And then when you talk to a friend, it's confidentially not guaranteed. True. Attentiveness, but may fluctuate. Right. Not qualified to help with mental health concerns so true because who are you talking to right and then rent what is a bi biased perspective yeah mm. and also like i could see like how some people just want depending on who you're talking to they just want to make you feel better so they'll just like say be like oh yeah that's true because they're still trying to be a friend so they just want you to be hurt or whatever mm. nah for sure but 
It's like, but that doesn't mean no one's forcing anyone to go to therapy. It's just there is definitely a difference from putting art out there because it's not necessarily just therapy. We're talking about like, like you said, putting art out there. Yeah, that doesn't actually mean we're getting better. It is. It does mean we're expressing ourselves. Definitely, it's and like, it's a form of, you know, a way for our mental health. I think there is a part of it that's good for our mental health. Right. But that doesn't mean, again, that we're solving Absolutely. the issue. There might be deeper rooted issues. It's like, you know, you have a headache and you put an ice pack on it, but without going getting an MRI. You know what I mean? It's like the it's like the outside, just like a temporary alleviation, but you might have to dig deeper. And that that goes beyond just venting and talking about it. But anyway, you're doing your thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just, I'm like, you know, I, I'm cool with just living with the, the pain. <laughs> with the, <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying it's okay. No, I know. I feel that. No, you know? I feel that. Do you think as Asians, right, like we have that tolerance, it's just built up? Because I think my pain tolerance in all aspects of the word is super high because I never really mm. like dealt with it. And yeah. then now like so much time has passed. We're like, uh, like this is the default now. This is my standard, so it doesn't. It's not that bad. Yeah, but you, like it's like a numb. <laughs> and not only that, like my parents are the older version of you know myself, and they're they're cool with it too. <laughs> like they never really healed it either. Well, that's the thing. I that's a good example. The older generation, our parents, they have learned to live with it. Mm, you know what I'm saying? They had to. Like, even... do you really think your parents are going to go to therapy now? Never. I don't think my parents will ever yeah. go to therapy. I think they use other like. I, some people use church as therapy. Yeah, you know? like yeah. yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what is their therapy? You think soju? <laughs> yeah. My dad's therapy is probably soju. Yeah. yeah, but like think about that. It's kind of crazy. Like our parents are probably never going to go to therapy ever for the rest of their lives. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like, I want to be at local for, uh, like church people start going. Yeah. Then, oh, then yeah. It oh yeah. Then it'll a be. A you know what? Honestly. I'm not. I'm not going to go to therapy as an ally to my parents. <laughs> You yeah, know what I mean? Out of their respect. Jesus. I do it for my parents. <laughs> right, I'm right. not going to therapy for my parents because here's the you thing. You do realize by you saying these things that you are still representing yourself and people around you to do what you do. People look up to you on this pod. And yeah, you are so telling like, you're telling people like, hey, I don't do this. They could this do thing. whatever they want. <laughs> I'm I just know, telling but you're you what literally I'm doing. like, I'm not gonna go. I'm not saying I'm, I'm not an gonna ally go. With my, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what? I always I feel like I do still to this day let it you know how we joke around like I didn't give a fuck about what my parents told me or whatnot. I actually do care a lot. You yeah. know, I've I've had a lot of actions in my life that are a result of how what my parents have done. Like even when I go buy stuff for myself, yeah, I still feel guilty. Like like expensive things. Yeah. So if I buy like a designer jacket, I gotta like buy my mom some shit. I know, but that's okay. So th that's the thing. You do it out of guilt instead of you wanting to do it, and like, those are different feelings. That's why I don't think I'm going to therapy. Because if I go to therapy, I gotta also pay for my mom to go to therapy. <laughs> I gotta pay for my dad to go to therapy. Oh yeah, you think I'm a level up on myself? <laughs> that's expensive as fuck. Hundred uh, percent. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my god. But that bre that breeds resentment. Do you want to be resentful towards like? Like you buying me like a jacket, right? Because you we got into an argument and you know it's your fault, right? So then you're like, okay, let's go eat and I'm going to buy you this expensive jacket. Don't you feel, you feel, you bring it up later on because you feel resentful you even bought that jacket for me. You're like, oh, I, sh I don't really want to buy her this jacket, but it's my only way I know how to like say sorry to her. Mm. Versus like. Saying sorry like for real would be cheaper. 
Yeah, it would be absolutely <laughs> cheaper. It would than the jacket. And that's a hundred percent for sure. Yeah, and I doubt that. Like, even if I had the jacket, I'm not like, oh, well, things are. I mean, they're kind of better. But then, like, <laughs> I'd rather have like you and I being like happy, and that we can continue having a relationship, a friendship, like down the road, where I'm not like. Oh, Imagine how like fucked up rich people are in this scenario when you're really at the level where you can purchase anything, <laughs> yeah. right? And you, you they're doing the same thing that we're discussing right, right. now on a you're, another on level. a crazy level. You're buying a Lamborghini because you're sorry for this. You're buying a yacht, anything. Yeah, it must be so fucked up where you get to the point where none of that stuff even works. Right. Imagine how fucked up you get to that point Damn. where a Lamborghini don't work. Yeah. You know what I mean? A mansion. Holy All these shit. things don't work. That has to be the most fucked up And then they're levels. so far down the line, they don't even know how to really do it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's no way. That's crazy. Right? There's no way. And they, and the fact is, they probably could afford the best mental help. Yeah. You know, the craziest, you know, whatever, Dr. Phil. <laughs> hey, I don't know what the best mental You buy help. me a car, we're good. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you buy me a whip, you know, a little house situation. I'll overlook our past. You turn a blind eye. Yeah. You'll turn yeah. a blind eye, but it's still in there. We're not stupid. Well, at that point, when you buy them a whip, they're driving away from their <laughs> life. <laughs> they're gone. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of here, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I just feel like, I, I know what you're saying. I think you guys make a lot of sense. Mm. You know what I mean? You guys make a lot of sense. It's just, I think I am looking at the work like it is it's work it is it's a lot of work it is a shortcut someone in the comments said y'all are my therapist (laughs) (laughs) bro yo so do you do do you really think that moments like this can be therapeutic like this podcast can be therapeutic i don't even know if that's the word because i don't really even know what the word therapy i need someone to google what therapy means Mm. i know that this is a way (laughs) for us to get out our feelings and for us to talk and feel community because once one person understands another it just feels better and we're letting things out which the worst thing for us to do is to like repress shit so like the fact that we're doing this is great right is it therapy does it replace it i don't think so i i would not say that at why all. do men start podcasts instead of going to therapy <laughs> no it's i agree true, i think yeah more that, than this therapy. joke is a real thing it's that some real people, shit no i know it's but he, that, i mean that's that's like a played out joke that it everyone's is. talked about but let me let look up the exact definition of therapy since um Steffi has spent thousands of dollars on years of therapy and still doesn't know the definition of it. Um, Let's zoom in on that real quick. Let me see it. Okay. Therapy, the treatment of mental conditions by verbal communication and interaction. Mm. So So I guess this is. So so it has to be verbal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there has to be words for sure. It's treatment. (laughs) What if if he just went to a therapist and he just looked at each other? Oh, yeah, there's physical therapy. Well, I guess, but you're stating that. Wait, hold on. You should look up like a therapist or a medical term for this. Like the medical therapist. Oh, you weren't happy with that definition? Well, no, I want to know if it's like it has to be medically or if it is, if this is just therapy. Well, type in therapist. Like, let's see what, what, what the exact definition of what a therapist is is supposed to do yeah okay zoom in a person yeah. skilled in a particular kind of therapy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hate this shit that is definitely uh, a person <clears throat> who uh, uh treats mental conditions by verbal communication and interaction right i definitely uh, think this there's podcast also art, though there's also art therapy so i don't know if it has to be verbal necessarily there's yeah. also like uh ketamine therapy. yeah yeah there is <laughs> <laughs> 
But, you know, I I definitely think this podcast can be looked as therapy. I think that, yes, I think a lot of men and women can listen to this and feel like it does forms of them feeling connected. That's what I was going to say. Feel like relatable. There's an affirmation here. Yes. You know, and it's soothing and it's nice because I listen to I listen to other podcasts with women because like it makes me feel understood no for sure yeah and it's a lot cheaper than therapy you can like and subscribe now at youtube.com slash fun with dumb right yeah. <laughs> no, like you know if you're lost no, if you're lost in the woods the next best thing after finding a way out is finding another lost person so you're not there by yourself mm. you know what i'm talking about like that's the next step so definitely we're not saying that we have the answers but people that are watching it be like, oh, shit, I'm going through the same thing. You know? Yeah, I just don't want it ever for to take on the responsibility of being like, I am someone's therapist through this. Because I know I am not smart enough or what. Not in this world enough. For, I've only been doing this work for like two, three years. Mm. And it's nice to be able to consciously see myself away from like the things that I was going through. But it's like I would never want to like take away from what actual therapists and have gone to school for so long and studied the stuff to be like, yeah. Absolutely. Um, right? It's like someone who know. cooks in the kitchen and a chef. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Both, we both make food, but chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel that, man. I feel like... Um, I don't know. I just feel like... What do you feel, though? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I need a therapist. I can't express what I feel right now. I, I don't know. A part of me... It does feel that I don't need to talk to anybody for that sake. I don't know. That's why I don't know. I'm confused. A part of me is like, do I need it? Like, I got myself questioning myself. I did have a, a session. <laughs> yeah, I remember the one time <laughs> yeah. you had the session. Uh, <clears throat> but did you even, was it a th- therapy session or did she just ask you about It felt concerns? more like a consultation. Yeah, I think right. that's what it was. The first one, because it was free, right? Yeah, like I should actually, should I, should I just start it and report back? Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I really wish, okay, this is my thing is like, I know people watch this who are in the same boat as mm-hmm. you guys and how I was when I, before I started therapy, where it's like, I'm really curious about it. Like, I want to know if it will work or if it'll change my life. But it also scares me to know I might be a different person from the person I am today. Like, that scares me. That's a very f- a fearful place to be. Right. And But I would love for all the... I know we have a lot of men viewers and Asian men viewers to like follow in the footsteps of what you guys are doing. Like, because they do look up to you or they even see you as friends and like... I, we need so much help in this Asian American and Asian men community. Like, it's bad out there. Like, people are sick. People are getting, dying, killing themselves, abusing women. And it's like, the stats are high with Asian men because of something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, I like, it. I want, like, my no, goal, right. one of my goals, and I talk about in therapy, and it's out here, is that I want, like, that to happen with the men around me Steffi will be sponsoring five asian males therapy sessions in the group (laughs) in the chat right now yeah all right let me ask you do you think her therapy is this stop (laughs) if we asked everybody in the chat room right now that we would pay uh you know your personal trainer fee throughout the week five times a week or five therapy sessions every week (laughs) which one you think they would take 
Dude, definitely. We definitely know. That's we the know. personal training, the physical yeah. personal training. Yeah, yeah because the results are visible. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The results is a lot more present. But that just tells you how we're not even thinking that Absolutely. way. We're and not looking think, at the bigger I picture. think also, like, if this is like a cis man, I think in their head they're like, if I physically can show that I'm hot, I'll get more girls. Like, everything's run by sex. So, like, they don't realize if a man goes to work in like their mindset or their like mental health dude girls are looking for that right now Damn. girls are going out there there's something different about you did you dude, get your mind tell. right <laughs> 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 oh my god your trauma looks unpacked <laughs> Are you instead of Holy instead shit. of instead of your packing, you're unpacking. <laughs> Bro. Did you see John? He's unpacking. Instead of working out, are you working it out? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, no, but I what was I gonna say? <laughs> I, I was gonna say, um, um with the, the oh, fuck, I forgot what the fuck I was gonna say. I totally forgot. It's all good. Because I was enjoying my laughs. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> Wait, let, hold on, let's get real real quick. Yeah, yeah. I wanna I wanna ask you guys something. What's your uh, process of going to bed at night? Like, because, you know, for me, it's easy when I'm around people because the distraction, like, I don't really think about my feelings or, you know, the things I need to think about because there's so many other things happening. But when you're laying down in bed and you're waiting for yourself to fall asleep, are you drowning in thoughts? I like, I realize that I'm not in a good place when I have to watch TV until mm. I can't physically be up anymore. Mm. I, I'm way more in my thoughts than any kind of TV or anything, but I will say it's always about work. Yeah. And I think that's bad. You know yeah. what I mean? Like my, my work has- It's more objective based. Yeah. Like I am not like, how am I feeling? How am I, you know, I'm not doing all that. Yeah. Um, well, let me just, my bad. I just remember oh, yeah, what go, I was going to say. Well, one thing I was going to say is, um, do you feel that your physical health does affect your mental? Because I do. I believe that, right? Because there's a lot of chemical imbalances that you can work out by getting your health right. Fuck yeah, Because as soon as I started getting healthy, my mental health started getting better. Mm. There's chemicals that are released. Dopamine yeah. and serotonin, all these things. And when, when I'm you just work feeling out. better, more yeah. confident, mm -hmm. you know? Like, there are things that... Make a huge absolutely, difference. yeah. Bro, a I, haircut I changes my mentality. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Once I start growing hair here, yeah. feel like a piece. I feel low, bro. That's what I'm saying. Men don't need therapy. We just need a haircut. We need a haircut. <laughs> we need a haircut. Like real shit. Nah, but that's that's interesting that you brought that up because <clears throat> I, you know, as I started gaining some weight, you know what I mean, and I just got a little big and kind of letting myself go physically, people realized and they saw it like that my confidence level was dropping mm. the way that I was speaking, the way that I was carrying myself, because you know, when, when, when you kind of get a gut and grow some breasts, it's hard for you to go out because you know that. <laughs> Why does that like you just motorboated the mic? <laughs> no, <my bad>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but even like J, uh, JL, my, my rap partner, he noticed this drop, uh, like a, big drop you know even in my writing and just like in the studio too as rappers we, we go behind the mic and we boast about ourselves our rap skills and shit like that but when we don't feel good about ourselves or we're broke or you know mm -hmm. things like that it's hard to put that front on mm -hmm. you know it's almost like why the fuck are you even doing this you know what i'm saying well people actually say the opposite though because when they're low when they they're make the low good... and they're in pain they yeah. create the best art 
I think being in pain and also feeling low about yourself is like two different That's groups true. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? But no, I definitely think physical, even even for one example too, like when you feel nervous or you feel kind of like just kind of weak in the legs, it's because your legs are weak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start doing, <laughs> no, for real. You start doing legs work. Nah, you can <laughs> have buff legs and have, <laughs> have butterflies and shaky knees, bro. You never seen a, a body, body uh, what is it? Builder? Uh, body builder. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> You never seen a you know bodybuilder. You know bodybuilders have stage fright too. <laughs> do they? They do. Yes. <laughs> have you ever seen buff knees? Just, <laughs> ah! no. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. crazy. It, it's um. I think you guys were talking about like mind, body, and soul type of thing, connecting all those things together. Yeah. Right. When you're talking about like the body. I when do you work out and you're out and it's like you feel good and then you, you know you but you got to have that soul part and the soul, I, everything kind of I think the soul balance. and your spirit I do truly believe that is a real thing yeah. that you feel yeah um and I was talking about this like even in your work when you don't do meaningful work and you get stuck in something or you forgot about something you were really passionate about. Like a TikToks. Doing TikToks is yes. soul draining. <laughs> Doing TikToks, I believe, will slowly kill your oh, spirit. Yeah. 100%. Like, I, I, and I don't mean necessarily like just oh, people posting on TikToks, but I do mean like when you let the idea of like posting every day and getting views and algorithms, these things, when you think about that, it will slowly start killing your spirit. Yeah. You know? That's why it's called TikTok. It's just killing your time. <laughs> yeah. it's just, Absolutely. It's just counting it's like down TikTok. the seconds of your goddamn the time life. Time is ticking. 100%. I, I truly believe that. And that's when everybody, when you ever, every time you see an artist disappear for a while online, <laughs> that's what's happening. They've been They're TikTok replenishing their soul. <laughs> yeah. They're replenishing their soul. 100%. They were stuck in TikTok purgatory. And uh, <laughs> someone told me this. I forget exactly who. It was wise words. It was like, yo, artists, you always have to hit the road. You always have to stay performing. You yeah. know, I just performed uh, a couple days ago. You were amazing. First of all, thank you. So I, it was so good, good seeing there. you there. Dude, you know? It was amazing. I felt like a proud mom. Just there. before the show, I was in the green room trembling. It's been a while yeah. since I've done it. You know, like yeah. perform live. I mean, not not like, you know, it's like riding a bike. I knew I knew the word. I I knew all that, but just I didn't believe in myself for a second. You know, people in the green room. First of all, the green room was more like a green tent. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like the, the walls were flapping around. Yeah. So it did not bring me peace of mind at all. Uh, but I, I just remember just pacing in the back, just like, damn, man, everyone's here. Like, it was a weird combination of people, people that's never seen me perform. My girl was, you know, just a large crowd. And I had this nervousness. But then as soon as I felt the reciprocation from the audience, as soon as I went out and I saw people with the shirts on, people reciting the lyrics back, it was like the spinach and Popeyes, yo. Like, yo. it's like, oh, I came back. You know what Dude, I mean? I needed crowd, that. that. That crowd was like so hyped for you guys. Oh, man. And you guys really knew how to hype the, I think it was like the best. You I, guys were fucking killing it. I think that's why live performance is so important for artists. Like, yeah. right now, artists live on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I truly don't believe that's a real world. That is it's <laughs> not a real, real, real world. I can't yeah, even say yeah, it. It's not a real word. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really believe that it's just like unless you feel it in person, yeah. human interaction is always a different feeling, right? Than what you feel when you meet, uh, when when you talk to somebody online. For sure, you see these people so charismatic and like 
they're so enunciated on their cliffs, but then you meet them in real life and they're so fucking awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they don't know how to contain themselves. That's why I really do uh, appreciate a lot of stand-up comedians. Yeah. Because their thing is performing on all levels. No matter how big you are, you're still doing the small stages. Right. They, they perform on levels of how they started all the way to the end. That's true. If you think about it, you walk no up to other... stadium, but on weekends you're still working the clubs. You know, right, it's like there's a lot of that. So I don't know. There's something special about that. No other format like they they continue open mics. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like rappers, when they get to a certain point, it, open mics is just kind of like, why would I do that again? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. The reason that comedians do it is because you have to work all the new jokes uh, in front of a crowd. That's true. So that gives you an opportunity to work it. But actually, if musicians did that more they'd get um you know better at making their songs that's true that's how actually the south did it because southern rappers would test their songs at strip clubs right so they would actually have the strip club djs play their stuff and yeah. they'd look at the crowd and if they reacted in a certain way then they'd be like this is a banger we should push this song or <laughs> you imagine a stripper not feeling it like no she gets dressed <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, you, like they play a J Cole song. It's like I'm changing my life. Yeah, yeah, it's just, changing yeah, yeah, life. yeah. But that's when you know. That's probably how J Cole was testing his songs. Yeah. When strippers start changing their life, yeah. it's like okay, this one's a banger. Oh my god. She's like, I'm gonna go enroll to the local community college. So okay, funny. cool. She starts judging the patrons. <laughs> J Cole's like, yeah, that's a banger. Yeah. That's a banger. She's yeah. giving back refunds. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man! Um, wow, that was. Um, I feel like I took a load off. Man. Felt like I, I feel like right I don't now. need to go to therapy anymore. <laughs> Come on! No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'll go at some. And point. also, uh, let's let's talk about this. For me too, I think I was using food as a therapy. Ooh. Eating is real, yo. I mean, I mean, sorry. That was, <laughs> eating is real, yo. Not, 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 you mean like you're escaping stress eating? Stress eating. Yeah, because you get instant gratification from the flavor. You get instant okay. sorry. You get I instant get gratification from the chew, from the from the swallow. You know. Is that why people uh, relieve stress that way? Yeah. Think about every movie it's in a, a breakup. It's, a it's just a tub. Thing. Is it a stimulant thing? Just yeah, the instant thing it releases dopamine, all these things. But then what happens? It's a sinking ship. You feel good, and then you get bigger, and you hate yourself. The more. result. And yeah. then you're like, God damn, I'm here. And then you feel shitty, and then you eat more, and then it's just a fucking ugly cycle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And here I am. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. I mean, nah, it, you know, it's just too much of a good thing. You, you can't have too much. Yeah. Overconsume. Yeah. That's what I realized. I can have a delicious meal once a week. Yeah. And I'll be fine for the rest of the week. Deprivation is definitely important. It is. <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean, overstimulation. I mean, porn is a good example. For sure. All of us grew up on porn. Like, porn don't excite me no more. What's porn? <laughs> yeah yeah no for sure no i, I mean mukbang, what do you mean porn doesn't excite you i'm just saying like, like oh, i don't, I, I don't remember porn? the last time i watched porn hmm. which yeah. is crazy. i mean we all grew up on porn you know <laughs> well i mean isn't that isn't this sorry i know there's ladies present but like if you nut too much like it doesn't it's, it's overstimulation it's, it's, it's right? not the same yeah like you know you know when you store up like a month or two and then you know or like you go to a church retreat and you come back yeah <laughs> Yo, imagine how fire like a monk's nut would oh be, bro. My. <laughs> a monk who hasn't nutted in like a year, bro. Not even a year, like yeah, ten years. Yeah. That You'd probably die. That first monk nut. <laughs> that monk nut. 
you know that fool on some super that saiyan floating shit yeah. when a monk nuts pebbles start floating from the ground you know what i mean oh my god that's why they're bald yeah as soon as they nut dragon ball hair bro yeah, they, it goes crazy the leaves start circling <laughs> Start, they start walking on trees like Wushu <laughs> fighter. It's, it's insane that monk nut. Crouching tiger hit a nut. It's yeah, nuts, for sure. It's bro. crazy. It is literally nuts. Oh Jesus. My God. Nah. That's I, funny. Yeah. I mean, but it's like they deserve it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get that monk nut. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, like, it's just not fair. Yeah, man. respect to the monks out there in all the monasteries, dude. Sorry. It, it is crazy. There there are things, I guess, our body naturally has um, ways to release dopamine always as a backup. No yeah. matter what level of depression you're hitting, there's ways you can... You can pull things, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pull things, push things, buttons that right. make you feel better. That is true. I read that like if you're so used to as a kid, like getting like, you know, verbally abused by someone that you love, like a parent, you grow up and then you start getting hits of dopamine anytime like someone's yelling at you. You mm -hmm. think it's love mm -hmm. because your body's literally learning to adapt to this thing yo that's not a lie that's I, not a lie i i think i'm masochistic now because of that situation yeah i, I like feeling pain because it's familiar yeah and that's some real shit that's yeah. crazy wow and and it, it gets to a point where also when someone compliments you it not hurts but no, it's yeah. it's like it's strange like yo chill the fuck out so, to you that's the opposite of like our parents did not say yeah, kind words. Not, exactly. Yeah, you ever get like in a fight at a club, someone punches you and you're like, I should call my dad. Has <laughs> 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 that ever happened? You're on the bar floor. You're like, oh my it's been God. a while since I've <laughs> called my dad, hasn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. Wow. I mean, is that so you're saying it's familiar to what? Like, like our body? Because like it's not natural for us to want to be a like verbally or physically abused but like as a kid but like we might we have to repress the pain and we have to learn or we can't function you know if we could we would like probably kill ourselves if our body didn't know how to adapt to things i feel like i you know i think roasting was a product of me mm. because i oh get i get made, sure. wait, hold on hold, oh i didn't even God, say my wait, thing wait, it makes crazy. sense already first of all i didn't shit. say shit so calm the fuck down <laughs> wow. right that's uh, it we're like no, no, overzealous no. therapists no, no, no. <laughs> breakthrough <laughs> breakthrough <laughs> nah no nah, what it was for me was that i was bullied a lot yeah from kids and i was made to feel uh you know inferior stupid yeah but when i started roasting and being good at it I felt like finally, like, I know I have the secret. I'm smarter than yeah. you. I'm able to find a way to, you know what I mean? Make yeah. you, so, like, I'd still get beat up, but on the floor, I'd be smiling like, you idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, you've been called stupid so much, you called yourself dumb. <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. I mean? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's that's just like, crazy. Uh, it's just like, I just felt like roasting was my one superpower yeah. where I felt more smarter or more powerful than that person. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it was definitely a defense mechanism. For like, sure. It made me feel 100 feet tall, you know? Damn. Yeah. You're right. People told me I couldn't rap all my life, so I became lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
but but you know what the problem with that is what it is is like i'm not actually 100 feet tall yeah so it's like that movie well, what's the movie with gunneth paltrow and jack black um uh i know it's shallow how shallow how yeah so he looks at the girl and you know she looks like a supermodel yeah. but she's actually like pretty big overweight yeah. and that's how it's like for me I think I'm 100 feet tall and I'm acting that way, stomping around. And no, like I actually could get my ass whooped because I'm a five something. You know, it's like, bro, that's so crazy you brought that up because me and my girl was just talking about this before the pod. So, you know, this is a new, new uh, purchase that I did. I love it. Thank you. But I was telling my, uh, my girl, I had this thing where I look completely different from my perception of myself. Mm-hmm. Is that normal? Is that because like I look yeah, in the mirror, I think like normal. for the show, right? Yeah. I thought that fit was ill. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I wore? Yeah. My shirt, I was like, I went to uh, the shirt that I wore. I was like, no, this is not too small. You know, if I suck in my stomach a little bit, the gut's not coming out. But then I see the footage and the photos and I'm like, holy shit. I get scared. I'm like, am I that, is my like uh, sense of reflection that distorted where it's that inaccurate? Is that do people well, go? I think that? you There's, have the case of the yeah. raparosis. The rapor- um, <laughs> I believe that's my diagnosis for I, you. Raparosis <laughs> is a rare condition where rappers view themselves as tens when they're actually strong fours. Yeah, is that what it is? Um, yeah, that's that? a restitution. Yeah. So Every funny. rapper has this. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. That's why, but they believe it so much that they make the world believe it right oh he went from body okay alex just searched google searched body body dysmorphia to Uh (laughs) grand delusions (laughs) all right bro (laughs) what are you trying to say right now well i think i want to know the stat of body dysmorphia because that is like actually like i think the majority of us have this yo it's not but but body dysmorphia goes the opposite way where we actually look we actually look more terrible than we are i think it could be both i think that it could be be the other way too but it's typically yes like we look worse than we really do in our heads or whatever i think that's kind of what it is right yeah yeah um i think this is especially like as artists who are performing i'm sure it's like harder it's harder because you're constantly thinking about the way you were perceived. Yeah. I think that's like very natural, but like, I don't, I don't know. I have problems with that. That, But that's because I model too. But also I grew up in a household. Just being a woman, I think you just have body dysmorphia. Like that's literally right, culturally. Right, right, dis- right. I mean, especially with, with social media, it makes it even more oh, intense. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. I think you're right though. Like they're, I feel like we're hearing more about men with the lack of confidence more now. Mm. But growing up, I knew some <laughs> homies on the block who looked like trolls <laughs> that were walking up to dime confidence, pieces. Yeah. Con- like yeah. troll motherfuckers pulling <laughs> models, bro. They didn't give a fuck. They just walk up to a model, look up, like, what's up, girl? <laughs> no, yeah, for I want sure. your number. For you know, sure. For <laughs> fucking, sure. they didn't give a fuck. Or even like big dudes that are confident. They, you know? gave, they gave me so much confidence. Yeah. You know, at the time. It's I called s- male privilege. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I look at these dudes and yeah. I was like, really, it helped me with my confidence. Right. And I, I yeah. love that, dude. And even, some, you know, I have so many homies who like, went so crazy went super far with just confidence alone like even uh, you know anderson mm. uh, anderson when he was in high school yeah, he, he was, was a heavy dude yeah yeah that like if you and he's posted high school pictures of himself like really big you yeah. know what i mean prom king 
prom king for of real? high school. He was prom king of the whole. He was very popular. Oh shit! You know, like here's a here's a picture right there in prom. That's Anderson right there. Wow. In well, prom. That smile. The smile. You know, thing. and he, he this dude was prom king. And look at this girl. It was like Alicia Keys over here. What is going on? You know what I mean? It's like Neil deGrasse Tyson right there. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just saying, but you know, he he has like cute. He has crazy energy. You know, a lot of confidence. So conf like, and he's very likable and all that. So. I'm just saying, now that I think about it, that's what fashion is too, huh? Pretty much. It's like, if you believe in what you're wearing is fire, people are going to kind of like shift over to that. Yeah. You and, and men are slowly losing confidence now because yeah. women are now are like, you ain't shit. You ain't shit. <laughs> We're like, you're right. Ah, I'm melting. <laughs> and like, oh, oh my God, I was a five-year-old kid the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god This is a kid in this blazer Like hey <laughs> It's like the end of the movie Big with Tom yeah. Hanks <laughs> <laughs> Yeah no, it's, That's what it is you The know? gig is up <laughs> The gig is up We had a good run <laughs> For mad decades We were just two kids On each other's shoulders Like hey I'm the big guy around here <laughs> yeah. They pulled the trench coat oh, down It's just two man. kids we ain't shit. Yeah, we ain't shit. <laughs> it's fine. Oh my god. Um wow, that was a good That was already an hour, man. That was a good one, man. I feel like I lightened my load for sure. I don't <laughs> know good. I don't know how. Yeah. Oh, someone asked a good question. Does women checking men uh, wait, does women checking men then breed more toxic masculinity? Yeah, if you're fra like if you have male fragility, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I'm not fragile. Like Honestly, I find it refreshing. Yeah. When a girl checks me or like burns me. Yeah. To me, I'm very attracted to that. Like a, a girl who kind of puts me in my place. Yeah. Like, you know, because it reminds me you of your, your my... dad. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. What is this shit? Are you trying to? No, no, no. I'm just joking. No, because I, you know this, like, you know, like. That I, was mean. Sorry, I, keep I've, going. I've talked to you about, like, some of my ex-girlfriends. They're all usually, like, very boss-like yeah, yeah. girls. Right. You know, some people even, are, like, know my previous, like, dating history. And they've been very, like, strong, strong women. Like, yeah. you know, I'm holding their shopping bag strong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where are we going next, babe? You know, like, so... I, <laughs> So they they know. Oh, I'm just her. saying. <laughs> <laughs> you know which one? Nah, nah. But I'm just saying that it's been a pat. That's one thing I do like. I like girls who have their own thing, have created their own empires. And yeah. Once in a while, we'll meet up and you know do our thing. Not like I have to be attached to her world or she has to be attached to mine. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, but you're right. I think what Mac Easy said it has bred a lot of toxic masculinity. People. All of a sudden, get they think it's too much. Get you know they get uh, heard that you ain't shit a couple times, and they think we're we're doomed. Right, <laughs> we're gonna lose it all. Yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden, that's where all this toxic shit comes from, and empires are being built. I don't want to say like it's names. like the white people. Remember, they're like the minorities are trying to get rid of us. Remember yeah, that's what got, it is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. all. It's all of that. It's like any kind of like threat. Yeah. You know, which is still ridiculous. Like, yeah. if you feel threatened when there's been like decades, hundreds of years, you know, of of male dominance, right? Y'all really think you're gonna lose it in 2023? Like, it just I'm means just internal foundations weak. You feel me? Like, it, the, yeah. it's super weak. That's crazy. You know, I had my experience with a bossy mean girl as a 
I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like you it. Mean you mean you dated someone yeah, that dated, was bossy I dated someone that was bossy and mean because me too. I was like, you know what? I need someone to call me out. You know no, what but mean? you know, that's not, I, I don't mean bossy or mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I like a very strong opinionated woman yeah. about. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know. I, I don't, I don't like anyone. I, you know what it is? It's like at first it's nice when you you have a girl that's constantly just supportive of you and does everything you want to do. And then you get kind of tired of that. Yeah. You want her to decide on things and you want her to take a lead at times. Mm. That's what a partnership is. It no, should be right. a 50, 50 partnership. Like let her be in charge at times because it's going to get, get exhausting, bro. You know I remember what? those moments, like a girl always tagging along to my world. Right. Of things, and it was not fun. You know, I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to try it out. It's going to be all about her. It's going to be, it's her birthday too next <gasps> week. Yeah, oh, so. you're going to let her kind of like, like everything, lead, anything, lead things? everything. But does she, she like that? I think honestly, like, I may have not, I don't think I do it on purpose, but I may have not given her the chance to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like I need to work on that as well. Cause she might like, I mean, I think in the no, end, no, some people do people like it. Like it. Yeah. 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 But I got to ask a little, this is good. This was good therapy. Cause now we need to just talk about it. Yeah. 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 I mean, turn off or find my phone app for, <laughs> yeah. for a weekend. You know what I mean? You know, uh, the GPS tracker should uh, yeah, just turn it off. That the GPS tracker is a little OD. <laughs> right. A little OD, I got to say. Yeah, I could loosen the Lisa <laughs> leash up a few notches. <laughs> Jesus, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. Let her breathe, fam. Let I got her breathe. you. I got um, you. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. She's a good woman, man. Yeah, she's a good woman. Um, so how about you, Steph? How's everything in your uh, love life? Everything. You want to know about my love life? We yeah. Do. Everything. What good? do you want to know? It's everything. I'll tell you. Put I'll it all on the guys. table. Is he uh, treating you like a queen? I don't know. You don't. You, Sometimes whoa. you just. <laughs> whoa. Sometimes I just get exhausted when we talk. This is no, no. I just mean like I. This is my second podcast, so I'm just like exhausted because. Oh, like, oh yeah. That's a lot of men. It's, I know. <laughs> it is exhausting to talk to men, to yeah. straight men who don't go to therapy. I feel like we're understanding here. I yeah. just we're want not. to not Wait, talk so gay to men are more understanding, you think, than straight I, men? I can't say every gay man, but I, the gay men that I know yeah. um, do go to therapy. So oh, it's like okay, we can just okay. talk about things in a way, in a manner. But it is exhausting to give space to certain people, especially when they're not doing the work. So I just feel like I'm, for some reason, becoming the teacher. Mm. I don't even think they're asking me for advice, but I naturally want to, because I just want to like better people around me. But that's like this like horrible thing that I do. That's like no one's asking for it, so I need Uns to chill out. Unsolicited advice. It is advice. unsolicited that's advice. That's my specialty. But I also want to spread. I know. I know. That. USA. <laughs> we both are similar in that way. Oh, <laughs> nobody asked. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what podcasting is. Yeah, We're yeah. giving you all advice. <laughs> for, like, no, you guys didn't ask. Here's for this. my here's my card. I'm unqualified. <laughs> Call me anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Okay, let's simplify but, the question. Are you are you happy? Oh wow, what a beautiful question! Thank Just you. How you feel? Uh, I feel good. Yes, I feel great. I think the season's changing and mm. like <laughs> just um, this camaraderie. What is the word? Com camaraderie. Camaraderie. Wait, 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 wait. That's camaraderie. Right. That's right. Did I say right? Compadres. No. 
co-moderating together. That's how much I don't have it. I haven't used that word. He's like the arroz con pollo. Camaraderie. I believe it's commodity. Um, <laughs> no. um, yeah. So that's that's is nice and uh, dating. I don't know, man. It's a it's a hard thing to do. It's a very like exhausting thing to like even want to do when you're. I'm just working on myself, so. Right. Doing that is already hard, and then having to like maybe do relationship stuff is just exhausting. And I'm like, I know that I'm much more pickier about what I want mm. with a, with somebody. And I think I've noticed the single men in my life. It just seems like it is hard for them to date and they have been complaining to me about their dating lives and like bro it's like hard for everyone <laughs> like we're that, all dealing with it <laughs> remember we were talking about this other day i find that interesting that a lot of these dudes you're talking and they said that my guy friends guy, not like guy friends guy. they're having that's a big problem with yeah. like with dating and women is like a huge thing right i think online they are getting kind of like uh dis heartened by the whole process as just i think anyone does with online dating so they truly are trying to find the love of their life they i think they don't know what they want because why right they want they want pussy and they'll take it and it doesn't matter right this i'm talking about straight men that i'm talking about yeah but they also are like wait but i'm lonely and let me fill this void so like i think i actually want a long relationship oh, they want the cake so, and eat it too they yeah, want so, so now they're like since you don't have exact goals of what you want which is fine you don't have to but if you don't know what you want you're gonna go for and get rejected from both places because they also know you don't know what you want yeah so unless you're just a casual person and you're just like i want casual shit i just tell my friends like you need to be straight up and direct with the people you're absolutely like, i that's think so helpful i think if it's difficult to like find a girl that you want go work on yourself like you got yeah, time but i think people actually find that as an excuse to avoid working on yourself yeah like go find go find like finding relationships to all of a sudden nestle in for another six months yeah. to a year yeah you know when right. they could be working on myself i used to use working on myself as an excuse to get out of this <laughs> yeah. nah, i can't go out i'm working on myself it's the best thing to get out for of sure stuff. Oh, how yeah, are they gonna absolutely. combat that you, you know can I mean? get out of events yeah. that way yeah. i can't go to the wedding i'm working yeah. on myself it's it's working on myself was the original covid <laughs> yeah that was the original COVID excuse. I'm working on myself, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, and, and it was it's great. I actually find it difficult now because I am actually working on myself. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, OK, <laughs> now I'm in it. Now you're in it. Because it was something I always said as an excuse. Now I'm like, oh, shit, I'm really working on myself. I got <laughs> I got to actually do the work. Yourself. I got to do the work now. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think we find we think like I, this is obvious, but like we just try to like we think love based on TV and everything in life just says like we'll fix everything. Like it's just wait, wait, say that again. Love and like a relationship will fix me as a person. Ah, the Disney ending myth. Yeah, right? like just like everything will be better in a relationship. Yeah, or with somebody that loves me or something like that. The relationship is, is or like, that I can love. It's a blanket. You know, I think it can Okay, be. hold on. Finish yeah. that thought. Go ahead. <laughs> Wait, where were you going with this? But, but after, you know, you don't wear the blanket all night. Mm, oh, Rip that off. You, know? wow. you need the air. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> you need the air. And then you think the blanket's always, you know, the blanket's always there. Yeah. You know? Steph, let me ask you. I see this trend going on now. I'm not saying all women are doing this, but 
you know, after realizing, damn, man, guys are players and shit like that. I see girls going on multiple dates, getting dinners, dipping out. Just, you know, girls are players too type shit, you know? Like, do you co-sign that or what? You mean just being normal and dating multiple people until they find something? No, like yes, multiple, I multiple, that. multiple. I definitely co-sign you going on ten o- online dates and being like on the same yes, night, no, on no, the no, same no, night, no, 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 on the yeah, same night. There's why options. not? There's no one. You you have not signed anything with this person, right? You have not said, "Hey, are you doing anything to contribute to us?" Within one sitting, that's at, crazy to even believe. As a musician, it's like listening to ten albums in a day. You got to listen to one and at least marinate with it. You know what I mean? Look through the booklet and read the lyrics, the thank you notes. You got to do all that. But you, if you if everyone's just jumping on in and out, like there's no marination period, there's no fermentation period. How do you supposed? Well, to know? no. That, but the first you're talking about like the first date, mm. like online dating, you meet peep multiple people yeah to know exactly like you can't go off i mean you can maybe there is one person that you like just fall in love with but i would suggest that's a prob- test of waters you mean yeah but i don't necessarily believe in love at first sight like i think there is a connection at first sight or something's horny or there's like excitement but i don't know if that necessarily means that, that that's the person you should actually if you're talking about long term that that's the person you should be with i think you should be more a bit more logical like be like okay we have a connection let's sit down and like verbalize figure shit out and then couple dates or three dates in and then or four dates in then you're like okay yeah maybe this should be a relationship oh talk about that thing you did so you matched with somebody on a dating app so i've been much more sure about what i want like because like i'm ready at some point within the next couple years to like i want kids and stuff okay. like i'm i'm ready i've considered because i i thought i never wanted kids so now i know like this year i was like okay i want kids so i think i allow myself to let love happen to me where i'll just meet people and they they're the ones that chase me mm. and then i'll be like even if i wasn't that into them i give a, i'll be like mediocre i get sucked in with my like oh the potentials and like just feeling comfortable with somebody and i'll be like okay i'll I'll get in a relationship with you but i was like with my therapist i was like you know what no i want i want to go for the person i like yeah boom so and i know what i want now so i so what i did was when i went on online dating i called you matched with somebody and you were dming and then you were like let's talk on the phone before even meeting up Wow. To even cut through all the bullshit, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. not to waste time. Is that what yeah? You're... I just I called and I asked all the questions. I said, "Are you looking?" I said, "Are you looking to get married? Or do you want kids?" It, this is easier for me to do now that I'm older, though. I would have never, could have never done this before. You think, and uh, with you think a therapist, it just would have sounded a little too forward if you weren't at your age. Yeah, no, but are? I the fa- the thing is, it would have sounded forward, but I would also be in my head about it sounding forward. Right. But now I don't even give a you don't fuck. Give a fuck. I want someone who knows what they want, and like this guy was like texting me, and we talked, and I was like, okay, he's it's it's a lunch break, and I was like, great, call me today, <laughs> and then he's like, whoa, okay, and then we talked, and then I was like, do you want kids? And he's like, uh, it's something I thought about, but like. I I care about the environment which is like a real thing and like I don't know if having a child is sustainable for this okay world. okay and that's okay <laughs> hold on I said that's bullshit first of all I care about the environment and that's why having having kids even environmentalists don't give a fuck about the environment more than them no. having a kid <laughs> that- the fuck out of here that's the that is the most. What is this, Greta Thunberg? What the fuck? No. Who are you? Nah, but I, do, I do hear stuff like that. Like I don't want to bring a child into this world. No, and I, 
believe me, I think that's valid. Yeah. Why it's not valid for this dude is because I said, what do you do for work? And he is an architect, right? And I was like, <laughs> in my head, I was like, oh, okay, he works for a nonprofit. He's like, I'm an oil tycoon. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'm like, okay, he works for a nonprofit or somewhere where he's like giving back to whatever he cares about the ecosystem, whatever. Instead, he's like, oh, I, I work for an uh, architecture company. I build billionaires' homes, <laughs> like, near the beach. Yeah, Motherfuckers yeah, yeah, destroy yeah. forests. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you're talking about that, but, like, okay, so maybe he's doing... I, th that made no sense to me, <laughs> that you give a shit about... Anyways, he's I get off, and he's like, oh, but I don't think that should be a reason you don't meet me. And I was like, bro, you're 41. You <laughs> should, damn! I, it's I one mean, thing if you're 25. You hit him with the you're 41? If you're 25, oh, 25, okay, fine. Yeah. You're... 41 you is this guy still alive if you like, want kids crazy. bro how much more time do your sperms got like yeah. i don't know is that problematic maybe nah, we should take that good, that's an age thing or whatever you're just saying that you just watch it know exactly like you yeah. should know at 41 whether you want kids or not because like <laughs> first of all he could have been an architect on planet pandora <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot more eco-friendly <laughs> um, so that was it i got off the phone and he literally texted me the day after, then four days later, and then literally yesterday, I think we should still meet up. I thought about it. I kind of want kids. <laughs> like, oh, that was the funniest like, shit. Like, yeah, he literally. Because asked, he was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 I want kids. <laughs> you know that guy at church? <laughs> I'm saved. I'm not was gay now. His <laughs> screaming. His sperm's like, no. no um, but the thing is, I think you should stick to your valley. If that's what you don't want, that's yeah. okay. I'm just letting you know up front. I, I want kids. and That's I funny. After that, was like some shit I would have done <laughs> with the follow-up text. Like, oh, I, mean, I want environmental-friendly kids. You know? Like... <laughs> You misheard me. <laughs> we'll recycle. Yeah. We'll recycle. recycle. Your process is just like, it's like watching YouTube like four times speed. You know yeah. what I mean? But just also, speed it up. But after that, I was just like, fuck this. I don't even want to really be in a relationship. So like, what am I doing? I just kind of am waiting. I'm just. If but here's happens, the thing. I'm... So what you're saying is, you know, you want kids, right? I, don't, I, I feel like, is, is that kind of a dangerous way to think? If you let that be your driving force to find a lifelong partner. Wait, what is that? Like you want a kid and so you're looking for a lifelong partner based on the fact you want a kid. It so doesn't have to be a lifelong. Is there a level of settleness that you're going to have, right? Because of that factor. There's like a time limit to it. No, it's so, not I'm not settling because I'm choosing someone that has similar goals with me and values. Yeah. It's ideology more, I think. Yeah, it's like if the person, I'm, I'm just checking with this person, like, hey, are you also down in the next couple of years to want kids with me? Yeah, but that's a huge, um, so you that's a huge factor of two people agreeing on one thing is I want kids. So that checks off a big part of like your requirements. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like yeah, religion yeah. or like any, it's like, yeah. So are you compromising on other things on your checklist slightly, you know? 100%. A little more. Okay. 100%. It's like, this okay. is having That's, a child is a You're huge like, okay, decision. we both want to have kids. He's QAnon, but maybe I'll let that slide. Okay. <laughs> Wait, um, no. Like it's, there's this, are oh. there little things that you compromise on, no, you know? I, okay. There's like things that are at the top of the list, right? Yeah, and that is one of them. But no, of course, like not like my, our religious state has to be the same, or like you know our values politically, not or like if anyone was QAnon, like 
I mean, but dumb, what you're like, asking, that's what people do this every day. You know what I mean? Compromise. Like, yeah. Compromise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I get it. it out. I get it. I'm just saying the levels of compromise change, too. What made you change your mind about kids? Like, what was that, uh, that breaking uh, point? I think it's literally, it is like, I know it's annoying, but I think it's just about my biological thing. Yeah. That's, I actually think that's just what it is. Yeah. Because, like, before I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I could be selfish or like selfless enough for a child. And I was saying all these, I had all these excuses and I thought I was gonna be a bad mom. That was another thing. You'll uh, be one of the most fun moms ever. Oh, thank you. Today we're doing coupon clipping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mom, why are you so cheap, fuck? <laughs> I think that I, I'm not gonna bring in the same cycle. I think I'm gonna be very conscious of trying to be a good mom. So I think that's why like I, believe in myself in yeah. that way and i guess i don't think like i believe in love in a way more that i might have not before mm. i know i'm gonna be a good dad because my dad set the standard so low <laughs> that That's actually so it's funny. almost like a shoe-in <laughs> right right there's <laughs> no no direction but up <laughs> i got the job a good dad i got it <laughs> i was a shoe-in um yeah. nah both of you guys can be great parents i know nah 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 you do you know you too, rick actually. is rick is really great with kids. yeah you're really oh, I, I i can't wait i can't wait you're, you really you want to be you want to be a dad oh yeah yeah why definitely because um i realized that i've been so focused on my legacy mm. you know being a rapper an artist just having something to reverberate after i'm gone but i realized the only thing that's really truly a pass on or something you leave behind is the next generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Everything else, I feel like mm. it was it was so selfish. It was just about me. Like I was trying to figure out how do I laminate myself, but it's the baton pass that's most important. Mm. I, I a part of me disagrees with that. Yeah. Because I did too while I was saying it. Well, <laughs> while well, I was saying it, but I couldn't stop mid sentence, so I finished it. Everybody but yeah, let's go. wants to have kids for the sake of legacy, right? Yeah. But your kids could be the worst <laughs> representation of your legacy. Yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks. Everybody loved Tom Hanks. <laughs> Chet Boris Hanks. Comes. Chet Hanks comes along, does one Jamaican accent, <laughs> fucks up Tom Hanks's beautiful 40-year career. That's true. Masterful. And the world loves Tom Hanks. Perfect movies. You Chet what? Hanks is like, hello, man. Rastafari. The you Hanks start... name is ruined. Yeah. The Hanks name is absolutely ruined. That's true. One Rastafari and Iriman. Yeah, yeah for sure. and everyone forgot about Tom Hanks's beautiful legacy. You um, start, you start losing respect for Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's like you know what? I didn't really fuck with Tom like that. Yeah, no, never really liked this voice oh, for Woody. Yeah, that's what you know. It's just like yeah. I'm just saying, there's a kid come come around and fuck your legacy up easily. Yeah. And most kids do, especially from like uh, parents who've done incredible things and spoiled their child. Yeah. You know, because they're living in a different world, Nepo babies. You yeah. know what he I mean? He is hilarious. He's one of he, <laughs> the white boy summers. Yeah. Chet, I don't know anything about him, but I I watched it on Z Way yeah. as a comedian, whatever. Nah, he's hilarious. He's he is hilarious. so <laughs> funny. Yeah. I funny think he kind of knows what he's doing. I think he's just silly and doesn't take things seriously, and he is very problematic. <laughs> but that's the thing. There's something like respectful, respectable nowadays of somebody who leans into yeah. it too. Yeah, who owns it. 
who owns it, you right. know? And like, I don't know. It's just, I do find him very entertaining. Yeah. Like, honestly, he is the real life Forrest Gump. <laughs> yeah. Like the real, like if there's a Forrest Gump too, he He's needs to play it. it. For sure. The offspring wow. of Forrest Gump needs to be Chad Hanks. Absolutely. Forrest Gump two featuring Chad, Chad Hanks. Wow, that's it. On that note, On I that think we note. should uh, end this episode, guys. Okay. Um, that was a good one, man. That was a great one. We unpacked a lot. Yeah, yeah. How dumb is unpacking? <laughs> That's what it is. There yeah. we go. Instead of looking at the bulge in my pants and looking at my like non-wrinkled face, he's yeah. unpacking. Oh my uh, god! Thank you for everybody. No one looked at the bulge in your pants. Relax. <laughs> Shut right. the fuck right. out. Thanks for everybody for tuning in, Rick. Thanks for sharing those moments. Yes. Uh, thank you, Steffi, for always sharing, and it's very therapeutic with you. You are. Are truly the therapist of the show absolutely okay, i don't want to be again i know i don't I, want to be yeah and i don't want to go to therapy no <laughs> so we're in the same so boat. we're in the same boat this is where we meet and shout out to alex our producer tune in next week for another episode of fun with dumb y'all peace Bye.